Windshield time. <clears throat> it's been a minute. We had kid number three, little baby Arlo. I haven't been had a chance to, uh, took a couple weeks off for that. I guess we're going on about a month since our last episode of us pulling into the hospital. I'm sure everybody's finally starting to feel the fall temperatures. I'm just trying to run down every single list of things that every morning DJ I listen to in the mornings is mentioning right now. Something about baseball season or something. I got nothing. I was sitting here uh, thinking about, like, in Nashville, we have the Christian radio station that has two dial numbers that are, like, five numbers apart from each other. So when you hear one of them and the awful music, you skip to the next one, which is the exact same station. And I wonder if they did that just so, like, ah, are you sure you don't want to listen to this? Are you sure? 100% sure you don't want to listen to the garbage you were listening to before. It would just be annoying if all the big radio stations did that too. You had to like scan three or four times. But I may just be the old guy that's just scanning radio stations. I don't have like, I have one preset. It's the uh, WMOT uh, Roots Radio in Murfreesboro. Cause that's, it's like that W, if you ever listen to it or that WWOZ out of, uh, out of New Orleans. They're the only two stations I've ever listened to. Like, regardless of what day or time you turn them on, you can uh, you can hear. There's going to be great music. You probably won't, like, know ever. I mean, rarely will you ever know who some of them are. They don't have the occasional John Mayer or uh, Dave Matthews rotation like most, air quotes, independent radio stations do. But they always just have a bunch of random shit that, you know, you're, you're going to enjoy one way or the other. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's what we got going on rolling into Nashville right now interesting time to be rolling into Nashville it always is but you were um, there's a town right past us on uh, on interstate and it's the next train stop down from us also called Watertown and uh, there's a building for sale downtown Watertown where you can just like buy a part there's like retail on the front and then uh, it's a mullet a building it's retail on the front and uh, you can live in the back of it. It's like 1,700 square feet right off the train stop we were looking at this morning. And uh, it just occurred to me, it's like you can buy into like the downtown area and everything, but it's just going to be like you and eight other people and some random stray dogs. Like most towns that are growing in around Nashville these days, like half the people there are like new people like us that move in. They just want to have cool shit, and the other half are people that are just like, no, we don't want it to change. Well, what about better restaurants? Yes, we would love to have better restaurants, but we don't want more people. But they can never understand the dynamic of what it takes to have more people and sustain uh, better restaurants for the most part. Yeah. Uh, don't know what else really have to talk about today. Uh, other than that, kids growing well. The youngest one is healthy. He's doing well. Baby Arlo, he's, he's growing. It's been weird though, because our two older kids, the older daughter that's almost four and our son's almost two, the two older one, you would think the daughter would be the most doting and and caring one of all of them. Not that she doesn't care, but it's like the two-year-old now is the one that just wants to hug and kiss and be all over his little brother, which I'm sure that's going to change whenever his brother throws the first baseball at his face. You know, that's the way it usually goes. That's all I can think about is just like how much thing the, the few things that I do own, how valuable are they? Are they? 
that one of these two little shits is probably going to end up breaking inadvertently. Or something you just cherish and prize that, you know, prize possession that you just cherish, you've saved for years of the few things I do have and that's uh, just there. I, I know that because my mom only has one of her high school annuals from 1974 from the Ozark Hillbillies. And um, my mom actually didn't graduate. She went and got her GED. But I, I, I very vividly remember my older sister that's four years older than me taking a purple marker and going through the whole annual and either drawing glasses, boobs, or dicks on almost every person in there with a purple marker. She probably did not. She did it today, but I remember she did it. And that's the only thing... That's the only that, that that's the only thing my mom has of her high school remembrance, other than a bunch of shitheads she went to school with, was this annual from 1974 that's now what 44 years old that has her has nothing but purple highlighter glasses, boobs, and dicks drawn all over everybody in the whole annual from her child, which probably doesn't even remember when she did it. She probably did it like 25, 30 years ago, but that's what kids do. I remember listening to an interview with Sturgill Simpson and he was talking about he bought property that had some caves on it with Indian drawings and that's all. He just had this feeling of dread of how he could just keep his two sons away from going and just, you know, defacing them or drawing dicks on them or whatever because kids just don't have a overall depth. That's probably, that's probably why we don't really find any more drawings of, of like older shit is because there's been just kids or teenagers that are just they just don't even think about it you know just go and just do dumb shit because you can because you always want to do it differently than the person before you for the most part I remember we were uh, laying asphalt one time in this driveway and this about five driveways down from us this souped up Chevy Nova pulled out with loud ass pipes and just like peeled out all the way down the street and went down into the street and spun a donut real quick and came hauling ass back up the street and my grandpa's like god goddamn teenagers just running everything and then the guy just pulled up next to us and he was about 55 years old driving it it's either that or just somebody wishing they were a teenager pretty good for the most part but i guess that's about all i got a little bit more windshield time today to try to count how many people are always texting on their phones or just you can always tell like at night you give somebody it's either you got a 50 50 of whether they're drunk or whether they're on their phone but in the mornings it's it's always somebody on their phone with some bullshit ping pong in between the yellow and the white line looking at something i just want to know what what exactly it is that they're looking at well that lady's being careful both hands on the steering wheel but uh, yeah, finally starting to be fall season. Starting to get a little bit cooler, finally. Which is good for most people, unless you and your wife own a bar that all the uh, all the all the space for people drink and eat is outdoors. That's that's usually not the best when it's getting cooler. But it's a weird thing. Like we want to put a fire pit out at the bar, but it's a weird thing of it's like how many idiots do you know? You just got to plan for people falling into a fire. It just makes you wonder, like, what other things in life are you concerned about just every day of just fucking stupid people falling into a fire? That had to have been, like, 
back in the day, that's why how that had to be like in the in the how people. That's how they weeded out all the dumb people, like way back. I mean, we're talking thousands and thousands of years ago. It had to be like the dumb people. They just got everybody liquored up or on some mushrooms or peyote or something, and got around like a big ass fire in the village or whatever. And they're just like, you know, when somebody just fall in the fire, they just look at each other like, Meh. well, good news is probably didn't want to go hunting with that guy if he can't keep his shit together and not fall into a fire. But here we are a few thousand years later, you know, we got to, we got to nerf everything. So somebody doesn't fall face first into a fire, which in reality you can get out pretty quick. It's not like a house fire. You're kind of trapped in there. I mean, I've never personally fell in a fire, but I, I imagine you can get burnt really quick, but just my two cents. But, well, rolling on into Nashville. 15 years of Yazoo party this weekend. And our buddy Adam Jones is playing uh, with this Tom Petty tribute. Which I just read yesterday that Tom Petty, the, the his partner and the leader of the Heartbreakers, is now the newest member of Fleetwood Mac. Which has got to be a pretty sweet gig. for Especially if you're like Fleetwood Mac... It's like, you just can't... To be able to call somebody that's already been playing to stadiums and shit like that, it's like, how many people as Fleetwood Mac can you call to step in at Lindsey Buckingham's position, his role as a guitarist that, that just wouldn't shit their pants? One, of being on stage with Fleetwood Mac, but two, playing to audiences that pay, what, an average of $1,000 a ticket to come see them? I mean... Lindsey Buckingham is suing Fleetwood Mac for his share of this upcoming tour that would be $12 million. Like, holy shit. His cut would be $12 million? So let's just take into consideration the other five members of the band at $12 million apiece. So each are going to net $12 million. That's $72 million. So this guy's being a member of the band. You hop in to a band, to a gig that you're going to be on tour for a year and they're like, yeah, you're going to, you'll probably net about $12 million out of it. Play, playing, you know, just say he's going to do, you know, shit, what are we doing, five gigs? One or two a week? Because they're old. They're not going to be, they're not going to be burning up the road. They're not playing 300 dates. They're probably paying like 65, 70. Somebody had to put off like hip surgery because apparently that's what Tom Petty's deal was. His hip was hurting him real bad, but he kept pushing on. And they're like, well, why didn't somebody step in and, you know, make him take a relief and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, pushing his 70s. You ever tried to tell a 70-year-old man what he should or shouldn't be doing? Prime example, the president. It's not that he's, yes, he is a weird asshole, but he's a 70-year-old man. There's not a lot of 70-year-old men that you'll ever talk to that'll look you in the eye and go like, you know what I learned today? I mean, the only time they'll ever say that if it's like their their usual Fox News or what Rush Limbaugh told them. But you never like walk, you never run into like a seventy year old man that's just like, you know, man. I I was reading, I was listening to the Neil deGrasse Tyson Star Talk podcast, and it just blew my mind what I found out about the universe. I just wonder what that what is that age when when people just stop giving a shit about learning. I mean, I guess Stephen Hawking. There's rare exceptions, but. Maybe I'm stereotyping that most people, when they get to a certain age, they just don't give a shit. I mean, because, like, my mom used to be like, 
I remember growing up, man, we had Time Magazine, Rolling Stone, Newsweek. I mean, everything you could think of. We had, I mean, we had five or six different magazine subscriptions coming to our house. Plus, my mom always had a book. I mean, just burning through books. And then just one day, I, I noticed that she really just doesn't read that much anymore. And then it just, uh, it just, I don't know. It's a weird thing. I, and it's not just her. It's a lot of people. When is the point when you just become disenfranchised with new information? You're like, I figured it all out. I got all this shit figured out. I don't know. I hope I, hope I never get to that point. I wonder if I can, what, what fail safes can you remind yourself? You just get like a hand tattoo of keep learning new shit, but that really doesn't play out because then you get old and you can't really read your tattoo and then you need glasses and then you're, you're, then you're just the guy that's just holding the tattoo away from his face like people that can't see well do with books and shit and then that would just be weird and then it gets all mushed together yeah i don't i guess you could just be like memento the movie memento where he just tattoos shit around himself just uh encouraging things but that's not that good of an idea because i got tattoos i've kind of outgrown and uh, now i'm just a i'm just a uh i'm just a 40 year old man that's got a tattoo of a sacred heart even though he's not religious at all or a guy that's got tattoos of hops and grapes on his arms, even though he doesn't drink anymore. I guess that'd be a funny joke for my kids. I guess I guess that's what I can start doing is getting tattoos that will make my kids laugh and for us for them to like shit talk me to my face. So it'll always be a conversation starter. So like if we have a tough conversation, I can just have a dumbass tattoo on my chest and we can we can a tough conversation we can just have this conversation without my shirt off so the kid just can't take me serious. I don't know. What would that be? Would it be like, what would it be? Would it be like Ronald McDonald on like one one breast on my chest and like like the, uh, like the Burger King mascot on the other one? I mean, what would it be that like 10, 15 years down the road, my kids would just be like, that's the dumbest shit. That's the dumbest tattoo. At least I could go into it with eyes wide open that that I that I knew it was a dumbass tattoo. Like I went to high school. When I was in high school, I knew a dude that uh, that got the this back in the day for everybody. Well, anybody probably even list this remembers. But Seven Up had a series of commercials where they had a mascot that was the spot. It was just a red spot off of Seven Up, and he wore glasses, and he was just a cool guy. I know a dude that had I knew a dude that had that tattooed on his leg. It was a fucking seven up spot tattooed on his leg. And I would love to know if this dude has ever got it covered up because I would give like mad props if he never got it covered up. I guess it's, there's somebody that's gotta have like the, the Domino's Pizza Noid tattooed to their leg. Or Marvin Martian. That that is good. I've seen a Marvin Martian before. I thought about getting Mickey Mouse's head tattooed on me and that was when I was like 18 years old I thought about that. That was stupid. I'd never even been to Disney at that point. What was the point? I just thought Mickey Mouse was cool because I got like a tux and a cummerbund and a vest or some shit one time. There was Mickey Mouse print all over it. Which is just funny to me now. I think about it. I'm not anti-Mickey. I'm a fan of Mickey, but not enough to get a tattoo. Maybe, maybe the Mickey Mouse, it would, it's just a timeless classic piece of art. You could keep that, but just wondering what tattoos would you get to where your your kids would you get you know going in that it's just like like stupid 
you know and people get them these days just not thinking about it but for me it would just be an open-ended joke that would just need 10 you know 10 15 years to pay off that it would just be amusing to me you know I would hope I mean I wonder if there's anybody that has like the Papa John's logo that has the dude the the uh, the founder Papa John on it that logo because there's got to be a, I bet you I could Google it now and find a Colonel Sanders tattoo I'm not sure I I could see Colonel Sanders because we are actually going to name our kid Harlan if he was born on Colonel Sanders Sanders birthday just so we could get that scholarship money KFC was offering up, offering up. but. There's got to, yeah, somebody's definitely got the KFC logo. The old school one, not the new. That Somebody has the Kentucky Fried Chicken logo. I doubt anybody has the KFC logo because that's just silly. But I imagine the, the Kentucky Fried Chicken. I have this thing about, uh, like, I noticed the other day that Taco Bell is, is uh, rebranding some of their restaurants to an even more updated. To make it look like. Chipotle, which is funny because last I heard Chipotle was giving people the shits or food poisoning every six weeks, but apparently everybody wants to be like them. Chipotle is like that, like that, uh, that friend of yours. Every time you go out to a bar and you first meet him, like the first three times you go out to, about every third to fifth time they get in a fight or just throw up on themselves. But you're like, ah, we'll give another shot. That's Chipotle in the food world. So apparently Taco Bell wants to be like them uh, with their decor. But I had this weird thing for years that the places that didn't update their Taco Bell sign and had the OG original Taco Bell sign were more likely to get me to pull into them. But it was a weird thing because I only, I would never order anything like a gordita or chalupa. I would only order shit that was on the menu when I first was going to Taco Bell as a teenager. We didn't have a Taco Bell within 60 miles of where I grew up till I was like a junior in high school. My buddy Nate worked there. I worked across the street at a generic place called The Junction because it was a junction of two roads, obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would only be able to get, like with the old original Taco Bell sign, I would only be able to order exactly what was on it like. And when did they do away with the cinnamon twist, which were in essence just pork rinds, I think. Just pork rinds, unflavored pork rinds with cinnamon and shit on sugar on them. And Choco Tacos. I never knew anybody ordered a Choco Taco, but they always had Choco Tacos behind the counter at Taco Bell in that little cooler. I don't think I've ever eaten a Choco Taco because I like tacos and I like chocolate, but I never thought that I needed to mix chocolate in a taco. Because I have a hard enough time keeping a crunchy taco without turning into a disaster. Crunchy tacos, when you start eating them, is in essence, is like someone put a firecracker in the other end of it by the time you get there. When I used to uh, get Taco Bell and was hammered on my way home, they used to live on the other side of, over by Vanderbilt in Nashville. And coming from downtown, there was a Taco Bell. I'd pay the cab driver 20 extra bucks to take me through the drive-thru at Taco Bell. Because at like 3 a.m., there was a line was around the block. And, you know, you got to pay them for their time. i get like $30 worth of Taco Bell, man. And I'd eat about half of it before I passed out. But you wake up the next day, if you got soft tacos, man, it looked like somebody broke into your house and thought you had all your money and valuables stashed inside tacos. That shit was everywhere. You find shredded lettuce and pieces of tomato all over the place. And the weird part about the tomato, you find it like three weeks later and it still looked just like it did the night before. So I don't think they were real tomatoes, but they were just a disaster. But Taco Bell is the only restaurant that you ever can go to that, for some odd reason, they figured out how to make 
they figured out how to make food that has to be consumed within 30 minutes of them making it. It's the only food I've ever seen that, like, after 30 minutes, it's garbage. Argument could be made as garbage to start with, but it's garbage after 30 minutes, and you can't heat Taco Bell up for shit. I'm a cold pizza guy because I can never get pizza heated back up properly, and I'm fine with it cold. I honestly think fried chicken, most fried chicken and pizza is actually better cold. But Taco Bell, you wake up the next day with $40 worth of Taco Bell. You ain't heating shit up. The tortillas are already a disastrous, soggy mess. Your, your soft taco or your hard shell tacos are all soft. And what, what, well, how's that, how's that work? So the things that are supposed to stay soft, like soft, get hard when they get stale. And the things that are hard are supposed to get soft. How, what what's going on here? Like your 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 you know your things that like your your taco shells you know they get a little bit more stale, or like the the tortillas get hard. It's the weirdest thing, man. It's science, I imagine, but it's just that weird conundrum. Any hoozle, rolling into my first meeting of the day. I hope everybody has a great thirsty Thursday. Because I'm sure there's a classic rock station that's giving away some wings and pitchers of beer right now. Oh, shit. What is that? I just, oh, no. I just, you ever have those smells that remind you of, like, your youth? I just drove by some place that smelled like mothballs. Smell like your old relative's house that you hope to goodness they don't leave you anything out of. Because then you're going to have to smell that while cleaning it out. And we're, are moths still that big of a deal? I've never had a problem with moths getting into my shit. Now, mosquitoes, why don't we have mosquito balls? Just throwing that out there. I buy mosquito balls all day long. Forget your moth balls. I bought those once. I still haven't opened them because they smell like old people. Has nobody figured out a way to make moth balls not smell like moth balls? Anyway, that's all I got. This is Neil from Windshield Time. The only show recorded behind the windshield on the way on my commute back and forth to and fro Nashville. Hope everybody has a good Thursday. That's all I got. Let's see. There we go.